Father, we thank you for the privilege to study your word this evening. We ask and we say, there is illumination, the highest of our understanding is enlightened much more in the name of Jesus. And we say our hearts behold you as we see ourselves in you. And we trust you for your glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Alright, Agai 2, 1 to 9. The glory among us. That's the title. That's, we started this series. The glory among us. In the seventh month, Agai 2, 1 to 9. In the seventh month, and in one and twentieth day of the month, came the word of the Lord by the prophet Agai, saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel the son of Shephal, governor of Judah, and Joshua the son of Josedek, and the high priest unto the residue of the people, saying, Who is left among you that saw the house in her first glory? And how do ye see it now? Is it not in your eyes, and in the comparison of it as nothing? Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, see the Lord. Be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest. And be strong, all ye people of the land, see the Lord, and walk. Fire with you, see the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I covenanted with you when ye came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you. Fear ye not. But thus see the Lord of hosts, the Lord of hosts. Yet once, it is a little while, I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry lands. I will shake the nations and the desire of the nations shall come, and I will fill the house with glory, say the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, say the Lord of hosts. And the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former, say the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, say the Lord of hosts. And we started. In our last meeting, we said the word glory is from the Hebrew word kavod, and it means it's used for splendor, for beauty, for honor. And um, we said the word latha, where well, we explained the latha house, and we said the word latha is from the Greek word akron, a c h a r o a, a c h a r o a akron, and it is used. Um, for times and presented as an adjective, that is, it means last, uttermost, and final. Last, uttermost, and final. I would say the prophet, I would say that Agai was prophetically speaking, or the prophet Agai was prophetically speaking about the last and the final house. About the last and the final house. And the word house is translated from the Hebrew word B A Y I T H and it is used for temple, 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 temple. I would say the word former is from the Hebrew word Rishon, R I S H O N, and it is used 82 times in the Hebrew word for previous words, for previous words. So we saw and we studied that. He said, I will shake the desires of, na- of all nations, and the desires of all nations shall come, and I will fill the house with glory. I'm not understand how we explained it last week. Uh, it says, I will fill the house. So when it says, I will fill it, it's from the word what? Mala. And it means to accomplish, to complete, to conclude, to perfect. To accomplish, to conclude, to perfect. So when it says how to complete the house, to conclude it, to 
confused. I would say the believer in Christ today is the glory of God. I mean, if you believe that, the believer, the believer today in Christ, house the glory. I would say in the former house, right? There were physical demonstrations and tangible demonstrations of the glory of God. How many of you remember that? And they saw physical demonstrations of the glory of God. The glory of God appeared to them and they fell on their faces in the, in the former house. They saw miracles. They saw mighty deeds. They saw the miraculous. We even saw, we even saw that they, they had a cloud. What did I say cloud is from? We studied cloud, cloud, cloud last time. What did I say it's for? Mist, an heavy mist, right? It says an heavy mist, and it says a very thick cloud. They, they had those meetings, even in the former house. How much more the believer in Christ today? And we as believers today, we house the glory of God. Say, I house the glory of God. I, we, I house the glory of God. So now, in the letter house, or the letter house, or the, sorry, in the former house, God's, we said that we saw it last time, we said the former house is not God's final abode. The former house is not God's final abode because it was made with silver and gold, right? Did we say that? It was made with silver and gold. It was made with hands. And in this house, it is made with, and we said that the glory in this little house, the glory of God dwells now here. It is a place where it's comfortable for the glory of God. So you can simply say, as a believer, I am com- I comfortably house the glory of God. I don't know if you remember the story in the Old Testament when they moved the ark of the covenant around. They carry the ark of the covenant around. You are now that ark. You have now been made that temple. You know that temple where people say, I am going to go to the temple to go and serve God. You have been made the temple. That's why I like that song. The Lord has made me a sanctuary, pure and only, trying and true, with thanksgiving. I am a living sacrifice for you. I'm a living sanctuary, so no sacrifice. <laughs> sacrifice for you. Sanctuary for you. Also, maybe you want to show me somebody a sacrifice. Oh, this is our sacrifice. <laughs> it's actually our sacrifice. That's how the sacrifice does. <laughs> so, the little house is the final and perfect house. Letter house is the final and perfect house. The house completed, the house concluded, the house finished with his glory, the house established with his glory. So, the letter house is that perfect house. Is that perfect house? We are finished with his glory. We are finished with his glory. We are finished and completed with His glory. And we said, in the former house, there were mighty miracles and mighty deeds. Their parents, in their meetings, they are tangible. That is, 
they had a physical appearance. So that shows in the former house, they could just be seated like this. Remember one time when we had a meeting and this place was clouded. And this place, even this, everywhere was having mist and all of those things. Now, in the former house, they would have thick cloud, the glory of God in mighty demonstration. But in our today, we have it in dwelling. <laughs> what a beauty. Or oh, let's use the word, what a beauty. <laughs> Let me see it in a wise, in a, in a wise point. Where you eat? Is that you like that? No, that's not you like that. What do you eat? How many of you watch this blue therapy? Blue therapy with this. The one of you watching. I, I, I stumbled on one on Twitter. And they were abusing, what's this, the like, Shoma and the. And Paul. And the way they were speaking the accent, this is not part of my sermon. I just, the picture just came back. <laughs> the accent, the, the, um, the, what do they call it? The British accent. The, I can change my food. I can change the type of bleach. I like the coke. Ah, 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 ah. Problem, there's, there's problem and there's problem. <laughs> Alright, back to the glory. <laughs> so, Alright, so in the former house, they had miracles and mighty things. In the former house, they had supernatural occurrences. Wow. I believe God that in this coming days we have supernatural occurrences. I don't think you believe that. Do you even know what supernatural occurrences means? Yes. We'll explain it, don't worry. We'll get there. <laughs> supernatural occurrences. Supernatural occurrences of Moses being unable to go into the tabernacle. The priest was unable to minister as a reason of God's glory. You know, there are times we have a legal meeting, just like the day that you put decided that we will have a legal meeting, and I wanted to teach. But the glory of God, you know, I wanted to, to deal with you, but you put, dealt with yourself. <laughs> so, it happens that way. We even the minister, I will never forget 2017 Carriage Camp meeting. Ronica was just preaching and the glory of God was so strong. It just stopped. So I, wow. For Ronica to stop. Ronica is somebody that <laughs> in legal meeting is still has summer to preach. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. So, but I'll get there someday. He <laughs> doesn't joke with the word. He said the word must be put first place. So we still do the Holy Ghost, but hear the words. Yes or what, first? Yes or what, first? One hour, he's still teaching. <laughs> in Holy Ghost meeting. <laughs> I'm like, sir, we came on. Okay, let me tell you, in last carriage camp meeting, <laughs> that Friday night, everybody came ready. Holy Ghost meeting. Baba said, let's hear some word. Let's just hear some word. They said, believers me, but that's what they This man preach, 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 preach. At, at some point, when he wanted to be a break in the Holy Ghost, he said, no, we are going back to the world. <laughs> At some point, something will drop tonight. Ah, everybody scatter. Everybody was ready on the floor. He said, no, everybody go back to your seat. All right, the next verse. <laughs> 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 it was 
I don't know how it does it, but I hope I get there someday. You know, there are just some people who are skilled. It's experience. You are just skilled in handling those kind of meetings. That no matter how much they teach. That 2017, after the Holy Ghost meeting, so you yeah, sit down, let's just hear some word more. <laughs> they rejoice and rejoice for almost 30 to 45 minutes. How the flow of the meeting, believers meeting. So yeah, so he now went back again to teaching. Ah, ah sir. <laughs> How did you do it? Me, I've not got in there. I don't know how to quick switch like that, that back and forth, but I will get there someday. You know, you get skilled. So it happens that way where even the priest couldn't minister and they saw the glory of God. And that's in the former house. Men fell on their faces. They were just being shut up, quiet in the presence of God, just fell on their faces, worship the name of the Lord. So, and we said the later house, and nevertheless, in that time, in the former house, God did not dwell in them. God didn't dwell in them. He wasn't living in them. They didn't even have the spirit of God. Are you getting me? They didn't even have the spirit of God. Men, men, they didn't have the spirit of God. But in the later house, and you know we are in the later house, right? So you know, I, do you know, do you know what we are doing in this teaching, in this glory among God? We are compressing a lot of teachings that we put. We are compressing a lot of what what I'm doing with you in this glory, in this glory among God's teaching. I'm compressing two different series in one. I could actually teach the glory of the later house as just one series, and teach the glory of the former house as just one series. Then we will not, all that spell that we will still have in this teaching world, but we are collapsing everything on that world, the glory among us. Does it make sense to you? So, if you want to study glory among us, you can go and listen. If you want to study the glory of the former house, go and listen to what we studied last week. We explained a lot about the former house. Now, so, and in the later house, is God's permanent dwelling. Christ's house that has been established upon the resurrection so the believer today or you that you are seated here listening to me and me too <laughs> sorry i have to excuse my excuse myself i am god's permanent and final place of rest i am god's permanent and final place of rest i am god's permanent and final place of rest that is god didn't see any way to rest that's the meaning then you know what you what is that is why the scripture says the angels were saying the scripture says that in Hebrew, what is and in Psalm sorry it says what is man that thou art mindful of him? So the believer is God's permanent rest. So now God's glory in the resurrection in his spirit dwelling in us today is based. resurrection and in his spirit dwelling in his sons today is based on what he has done upon his resurrection and fear that we are the workings of the spirit in and through the believer today we are the workings of the spirit in and through us today so if you read in Matthew 28 you read in Matthew 28 
You read in Matthew 28. Let's go to Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, and even to the end of the world. Amen. Look at Mark 16. Mark 16, verse 15 to 20. Mark 16, verse 15 to 20. And he said unto them, Go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth is baptized, and is baptized shall be saved. And he that believeth not shall be damned. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall speak out. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpent. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And that is, and so when the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord walking with them and confirming the word with signs following. With signs following. So observe, that's, observe something very clear. Jesus gave a mandate to his disciples. He gave a mandate to his disciples and it's important for us to observe something there. And he says they should preach the gospel. So imagine we take the word the gospel from this instruction. So it will read Jesus told us to go and preach. Because it is Go ye into the world and preach the gospel. Imagine we just take out that word gospel now. It will just mean, go ye into the world and preach to everywhere. And preach everywhere. So that means, he gave us a message. And that message is the gospel. The fact of the death is burial and his resurrection. To preach the gospel to everyone. So that means the first the gospel means it is a specific message. It is a specific message. And it now said there will be signs and wonders accompanying the message we preach. So there will be signs and wonders accompanying what we preach. That is why if you read in the preceding verse, Mark 16, verse 9, in that Mark 16, verse 9, it says that Jesus, when he was risen from the first day of the week, he appeared first. On the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast out seven devils. And when she went and when she went and told them that he had been with him as they mourned and wept and they when they have heard that he was alive and had not seen her believed not so you will see that verse 12 that says and then he appeared in another form unto two men two of them as they walk and went into the country so jesus appeared unto them look at verse 14 he said look at verse 13 and when they went in 
went and told it unto the residue. Neither believed they them. Look at verse 11, verse 14. Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them that had seen him after he was risen. So that shows, he now told them, now look at what he now said, they believed not him that was risen. Then look at the next verse, verse 15. What did he now say? Go and preach what? The gospel. So now, what are they going to preach? What happened from verse 9 to 14, right? Because it will be a definite message. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Be- you know, I've always told you that the word, the article D, T H E, is a definite article. How many of you know that? It's a definite. That means it's a specific something. When they use something, the gospel, the this, it means it's a specific thing. So now, watch carefully. So he told them to preach the gospel. You will see the same thing in Matthew 28 too. Let's go back to Matthew 28. Let's go back to Matthew 28. Now look at verse 6 and 7. Look at verse 6 and 7. It says, He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, come, see the place where the Lord lay. Look at verse 7. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall he see him, and lo, I have told you. So now, he told them, they saw that he has risen. Then in verse 18 to 19, that says, Jesus speak unto them. All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye unto the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So he gave them, he gave them a commandment of what to do. You see that another one in John 20. Look at John 20. Don't forget, we are still studying the glory among us. You know there's a glory among us, right? But we still see it. John 20, look at verse 21. And Jesus said unto them, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so I send you. Look at verse 22. And when he had said this, he breathed unto them and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Look at verse 23. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto you. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. He told them, Receive. He told them in verse 21, Peace be unto you, as my Father sent me. Even so, I sent you. So, are you a called minister of the gospel? Yes, sir. No, no, you're not, you, you don't believe it. Is he as my father sent me? So, he sent you. So, do you believe you are part of those he sent? Now, there's a school of thought that I used to feel like it's only the apostles that are qualified. That it's only those twelve Jesus was talking to. How many of you have encountered people like that? Does he, you, you have encountered someone like that? <laughs> this is just those 12 people that Jesus was talking to that as my father said me so send you so that means it's not your own <laughs> no <laughs> it's not like that he sent you to to preach the gospel are you getting it so now in that says whosoever sins you remit it shall be remitted unto you and this is done in that verse 23 it says whosoever sins you remit they are remitted unto them in essence, and whosoever sins you retained, 
they are redeemed. Now, why did he say that? That will be done by the preaching of the gospel. The sins of men will be remitted by the preaching of the gospel. That is why you see in verse 31 of that same place. But these are written that ye might believe what? That Jesus is Christ, the Son of God. And that believing ye might have life through his name. Ye might have life through his name. And the focus is the name. That is the, re the remission of sins. And the believing will be in his name. We believe in his name. That is why you will see another account in Luke 24. Luke 24, verse 47. Luke 24, verse 47. And repentance and remission should be preached in what? In his name among all nations. Beginning at Jerusalem. Should be preached in his name. So the question is in his name. Now, in whose name? Because he says in his name. It can be anybody's name. In whose name? Look at verse 46. And he said unto them, Thus is this written, and thus is be of Christ to suffer and rise from the dead the third day. So the subject is Christ. The subject is Christ. Because it says, Thus it be of Christ to suffer and rise from the dead the Then it says, And repentance and remission should be preached in his name. So who is he talking about now in verse 47? In that context of his name, that's Christ's name. Now watch carefully. So the subject is Christ. That is, he will suffer and rise from the dead or raise from the dead the third day. And the instruction was repentance and remissions should be preached. So that shows you and I have a goal or have a mandate to preach repentance and remission in his name. Repentance and remission of sins in his name. So we've seen that and that was why you see it in Luke 24 verse 25 in that same text. He said to them, all who slow to believe all that the prophet has spoken, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expanded unto them the scriptures concerning himself. In verse 44, he says, And these are the words which I speak unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which are written in the law of Moses, in the prophets, concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Look at in verse 44, it says, And these things, these are the words which I spoke, or I spake unto you. And that word, speak, or spoken, or which I have spoken, another translations we have it as, which I have spoken, concerning you. And in, you will see in verse 25 actually. It says, Oh fool, slow of heart to believe. Heard that the prophet have spoken. That word spoken is from the Greek word laleo. L-A-L-E-O. L-A-L-E-O. It means that was uttered. That was said. So that shows Jesus was referring to utterances. Laleo. L-A-L-E-O. It means, or it implies, was uttered, what was said, what was uttered, what was said. 
So he was referring to utterances, the prophecies of the prophet concerning himself. So that shows the focus of the message in the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, or the focus is of the message is the resurrection of Jesus from the dead and the glory that will follow. So what gets a man saved is the fact that he has been raised from the dead. Does that make sense? It's the fact that he has been raised from the dead and the glory that will follow. So, and Jesus gave that instruction for his disciples to preach. So you and I have an instruction, right? You know that already. You and I have an instruction. So that is, whatsoever sins you remit, it shall be remitted, right? And how is the sins remitted? How? By the preaching of the gospel. And what do we preach? We preach in his name, right? Now, and he now told us something very key. And that's where I'll be trying to get to. He told us something very key. Let's go back to Mark. Mark 16. I think I'm going to explain this a lot today. Mark 16. Mark 16. He says, look at verse 17. And this sign shall follow them that believe. This sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Verse 18. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall what? They shall recover. <coughs> Alright, sorry. They shall, they, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So this shows us an enablement. This shows us an enablement. An enablement based on the resurrection of Christ. I want you to follow something carefully. That Mark 17 and 18. He says, and in my name, and this sign shall follow them that believe. That is an enablement based on the resurrection of Christ. And this enablement, who is the one who is enabled? The man who believes is enabled. You have an accompanying signs following you. That is why That is why in Luke 24, just put your hands there. In Luke 24, verse 44, it says, This now look at it said, and this I said unto you, this are the words which I speak unto you while I was waiting to you, and all things must be fulfilled. So these are the words I spoke while I was yet with you. So what is Jesus doing? He points their attention to the things he has spoken to them. He is pointing their attention to the things that he spoke to them. And he's pointing their attention to the things which he did. That is why in Act 1 1, Act 1 1. Uh, 
at 1-1. The former traitors have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day which he was taken up after he commanded the Holy Ghost has been given upon the apostles whom he has seen. So he says, of all Jesus began to do and what? And teach. I know that's people's best scripture. Who remembers that time? Glory. Praise the Lord. Um, I'm inviting you to our each conference. And um, like Paul, it's like in the book of Ash. You never say the book of Ash. Say Ash 1 1. Oh, for my children. And what Jesus began to do and sheesh. I still have the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So we said, so we said, of all Jesus, so we see that Jesus' earthly walk involved what he did and what he taught, right? Are you seeing it? That Jesus' earthly walk, Jesus' stay on earth, involved what he did and what he taught. So, his teaching ministry cannot be separated from his healing ministry. Because Luke told us that of all Jesus began to do and teach. So, his teaching ministry cannot be separated from his healing ministry or his works of power. It cannot be separated. Are you seeing it now? Because, don't forget, we are trying to see something. He already gave us a mandate to preach, right? Then he now says, in my name, you shall cast out devils. And these are the signs that follow them that believe. And I told you and I said, they are enablements that follow you, that are accompanying the believer, the one who believes. So any man who believes the gospel has an enablement in it. Or has an enablement in itself to you to seek, to cast out devils. Are you seeing it? Now, and Jesus said, the things which I have written, I point, he's trying to point their attention to you. Then Luke now wrote something again. He says, of all that Jesus began to do and teach. So now, we cannot separate Jesus' teaching ministry from his healing ministry or his work of power. Because he did something and he taught something. Are you getting me? Now, let's look at something. Because well, let's look at his first miracle in John 2. Don't forget, we are still studying the glory among us. Don't worry. Someone say, how is this leading to glory among us? Watch out. John 2. Look at John 2 verse 1. And in the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Verse 4. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. My hour is not yet come. He now says, His mother said unto his servant, Whatsoever he said unto you, do it. And there are six, they were set, there are six water pot of stone. After the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two, or three fecking spears. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pot with water. And they filled them up to the brim. 
and he said unto them draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast and they bear it now you read let's just read the verse 11 look at verse 11 or look at verse 10 and he said unto every man from the beginning do sort forth good wine and have well drunk then that which is worse but thou hast kept a good wine until now verse 11 this is the beginning of miracles did Jesus in the Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believe in him look at what it says he manifested forth his glory so what did he do how did he manifest his glory miracles so he manifested forth his glory by working miracles don't forget of all Jesus began to do and teach are you getting it so he manifested forth his miracles by what by walking miracles so all of Jesus miracles and acts of power can be referred to as a demonstration of God's glory all because look at what the scripture says it says the beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his words so when we heal the sick we are manifesting our glory right the glory of our God's right the glory where is walking in us don't forget the later house we are that house and finished product of glory, right? Now watch carefully. He now says, so that shows all of Jesus' miracles, acts of power, can be referred to as a display or demonstration of God's glory. All of Jesus' miracles, acts of power, can be referred to as a display or demonstration of God's glory. Now, what's the essence of what he's saying? What's the essence of this when he says in verse 4, Woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. And when Jesus, and if you notice, Jesus used to use the phrase, My hour, my time, my, my hour, my time. So when he says, My time, my hour is not yet come, you will see the same in John 7, verse 6. John 7, verse 6. He used the same word in John 7, verse 6. John 7 verse 6 it says and Jesus said unto them my time is not yet come but your time is always ready he used the same word in look at it in verse 8 it says or let's read down it says the word hated to you but me it hated because I testify of it and the works there of our evil verse 8 go ye up unto this feast I go not unto this feast for my time is not yet full come he used the same thing in Matthew 26 verse 18 Matthew 26 verse 18 Matthew 26 verse 18 He said And he said unto them And he said go into the city Such a man and say unto him The master said My time is at hand And I will keep the Passover at thy house With thy disciple He says my time is At hand so he used my time in these two instances he used my hour in matthew 26 verse 45 look at verse 45 of that same matthew he says and it's and it commented unto his disciples and he said unto them sleep on now and take your rest behold the hour is at hand and the son of man is betrayed into the hands of the sinner the hour is at hand he used hour there look at mark 14 verse 41 mark 14 verse 41 
Mark 14, 41. And he said unto them, and he commenced the third time and said unto them, Sleep on now, take your rest. It is enough. The hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of the sinner. The hour is come. Look at John 12, 23. John 12, 23. John 12, 23. And Jesus answered and said, The hour is come. And the Son of Man should be glorified. Look at John 17, 1. John 17, 1. John 17, 1. And this word spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son may glorify thee. Glorify thy son, that thy son may glorify thee. Now, watch carefully. When he used that phrase, my time, my hour, what did he use it for? Look at the scriptures we look at the scriptures we say. You will look at all the scriptures I showed you from John 17:1, John 12:23, Mark 14:41. What did he say? What did he use the time and hour for? What did he use it for? Can somebody tell me? Huh? No, you're saying something. Try it. Try it. What do you think he used it for? His resurrection. He used it for that. He used it for when he will be betrayed into the hands of the sinners. He used it for when he will suffer and die. He used it for when he will be glorified. That is his resurrection and his ascension. That word glorified is just meaning his resurrection and his ascension. So, he used it for that. He used it for that. So now, watch carefully. The first miracle of Jesus was to point to a greater fact of his work. So now, don't forget, all Jesus began to do and teach. So why did it? Why did he turn that water to wine? It was to point to a fact, right? Are you seeing it? Don't forget, he said, so that my time or my glory will be manifested, right? So the first miracle of Jesus was to point to the greater fact of his work. So now let's 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 see some other miracles. And the implication of what he did. Don't forget I taught you before on implication, right? That was teaching. By the way, we noticed the implication. So that it don't forget of what Jesus began to do and teach. So what do you see? So now, why was that miracle pointing to that wine? It was pointing to that's why I said, Mother, my hour has not yet come. What was it pointing to? His death, his resurrection, his burial, right? His glorification to the Father. Now, but yet it still worked to that miracle now. But it had an implication, it had a meaning to it. Now let's see Mark 11 23. Let's see Mark 11 23. 
is the very least I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, no, Mark eleven thirteen, sorry, Mark eleven thirteen, and he is seen a fig tree, he seen a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came down, if happily he might find anything thereon, and when he came up to it, he found nothing of the leaves, <coughs> for the time of the fix was not yet. Now, if you read out to 26, you find out that <coughs> you find out that Jesus was teaching about the fig tree and teaching about faith and forgiveness. And he was explaining the miracle. Teaching about faith and forgiveness and explaining the miracle. You see another healing. You see another healing in John 10. John 10. John 10 verse 32. John 10 32. And he said, Many good works have I showed you from my Father, for which those works do ye stone me. And Jesus answered and said, For good work we stone thee not. The Jews answered and said to Jesus, for good work, John 10, verse 32 to 33. Says, For good work, we stoned thee not, but for blasphemy. And because thou hast been a man, markest thyself God. And Jesus said, Is it not in the law I said, Ye are gods? <laughs> and that says, If ye call them gods unto whom to the word of God be broken. And that says, Look at verse 37, right? Says, If I do not the works of my father, believe me not. Look at verse 38. Says, But if I do, believe ye not. Believe the works that ye have known. And believe that the father is in me and I in him. Now, Look at in verse 30, in verse 41. And many resorted unto him and said, John did no miracle, but all the things that John speak were true. And many believed on him there. Now, watch carefully. What was he doing? Is he was explaining his healing power. He was explaining in his miraculous power. And he explained that the father was good. He was explaining the character of the father. And the father was good. So We are seeing instances of Jesus because don't forget who will be our prototype in the in the in the in the later house. We will see the Jesus, we will see the apostles, we will see how it's being done. Now look at ah uh, okay. Now look at some things now. His fame also went about as a result of the miracles he did. How many of you like that? You know, I used to tell you something. I, mean, I don't know if I told you that. Power gives praise to your name. Even if you want to be very popular now, just tie in the seat. Power gives me, power gives me spread you. Look at Matthew 4, verse 24. Matthew 4, verse 24. Because you see that in these things. So, are you seeing how the signs validated his ministry? All Jesus began to do and teach. You know that same sign, he told us it will accompany me. I'm saying myself. <laughs> you know that same sign we read in Mark 16. He said it will accompany me. <laughs> are you seeing that the, it is accompanying Jesus too now? Gradually, we are seeing it now. Let's look at verse, Matthew 4, verse 24. So his face went throughout Syria. I think, leaders, we, we did... We looked at the map on this Syria one time, right? Mm -hmm. He said, and, Je and Jesus 
went about all Galilee. No, look at verse 24. And his friend went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him all sick people that were taken from taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those that were possessed with devils, and those that were lunatic, and those that were of palsy. And what did he do? What did he do? He healed them. So are you seeing the signs followed him? Now look at Matthew 9:26. And his fame, look at look at look, look at Matthew 9 26. And his fame went thereof and went all about. Let should we start from 26? Uh, uh, Alright, let's see. Let's see 20. We should start from 24. Alright, 24. He said unto them, Give place for the maids, and he's not dead, but sleep it. And they laughed to scorn. Verse 25. But when the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand, and the maid arose. Look at verse 26. And his fame went abroad all that land. His fame there will mean his fame. Maybe it became very popular. It was spread abroad all that land. Look at Matthew 14, verse 1. Are you seeing that the signs followed him? Look at Matthew 14, verse 1. And at that time, Herod the Tetrarch, head of the fame of Jesus. So, Herod also heard of his fame too. So, how will he head of his fame? Miracles, right? He heard of his fame. He heard of the fame of Jesus. Look at Luke. Or let's, say, let's look at Mark before we get to Luke. Mark 1, 28. And immediately his fame spread about Galilee. How did this spread? Look at the, the, the preceding verse. Look at verse 27. And they were amazed in so much, in so much, in so much that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? You know, it's not today that people have been blaming doctrine. It's not today. <laughs> it's not today that ah, this people their own is extreme. What new doctrine is this? For the authority, look at it. This is for the authority with, is this for this, for with authority commanded even the oppressed spirit that they do obey. You know, I heard the same thing. I was watching a pastor Chris Ayakul in my video. And they were like, I, 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 no, bro. If you, if you have not seen those type of videos, you won't be motivated to heal the sick. Because, <laughs> imagine in healing school, you just, and you always wear white. You just come out. No teaching, nothing, just out. That's the only, the only thing he hears. Come out, out, build. Does he even say build? Out, out, out. Those are the things you hear. Or you will blame here. Out, out. That, that's all you hear in healing school. <laughs> people that said, they now gave people to say, they said, they said as he came out, the glory filled the atmosphere that you could literally feel it on your body. That he hasn't even started praying for you. Just him coming now. I was like, hey. <laughs> Are you guys what I say? So, so you see, that's the same questions they were asking. Ah, what kind of doctrine is this? What kind of manner of man is this one? They now say, look at verse 28. And immediately, fast, fast. Those type of things know they waste time because imagine your sister was healed. You give me and say, ah, <laughs> he gave one baba somewhere. <laughs> we didn't do him. 
And you know, let's say it's a, it's, it's a new thing in Israel at that time. The only person that can do it that time, probably maybe <laughs> sorcerers or something, <laughs> maybe Elimas has also been raining. So they now see a new guy doing this one, not collecting money from anybody, just healing <laughs> you straight. Ah! <laughs> that was why the Bible says they were, they were flocking around and saying, Son of man, son of David, have mercy on me. <laughs> Pity me too. <laughs> So his fame went abroad. It now says, if it went spread abroad all Galilee. Look at Luke 4, verse 14. Luke 4, verse 14. And Jesus returned. Ah, I like this. I like this one. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him throughout all the region round about. Wow. Look at Luke 4.37. Luke 4.37. If you see the preceding verse too, you see, you start from, let's start from verse 35. And Jesus rebuked them saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had been thrown in the midst, he came out of him and he not seen none. Look at verse 36. And when they were all amazed, they speak among themselves saying, What a word of is this? For what authority and power he commanded the ah, the unclean spirit and they, and they came out, verse 37. And the fame of him went about every place of the country round about. Jesus became a celeb. Let's let's use that. Let's in our in 2021 English or in street church, street street Bible. Jesus don't blow. <laughs> Jesus has blue. <laughs> no, Jesus has armor. <laughs> look at Luke 4 verse. So we see Luke 4. Look at Luke 5.15. Luke 5.15. Look at let's start from verse 14. Or look, let's start from verse 13. It says, And he put forth his hand and tossed him and said, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Verse 14. And he charged him to tell no man, but go and show thyself to the priest and offer. For thy clean, for thy cleanse, according as Moses commanded, for the testimony of thou. Look at verse 18. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him, and a great multitude came together to hear and to be healed of him in their infirmities. So you see that there was signs following him. Or, don't let me say sign following him. There was signs that was already available for him. <laughs> or how did I how, how did I say that word before? No, no, no. Before I come there. Eh? Enabling. There was an enablement. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so that means only Chamakara is listening in this class. Wow. So he's only there. Wow. <laughs> he wanted to take somebody's blue. <laughs> so you see Peter to Colonius. Look at Acts ten. Acts ten. Peter also said the same thing about Jesus. Abi, yeah, think. He said the same thing about Jesus. Look at Acts 10, verse 36 to 38. It says, And the word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by who? By Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. 
It says, that word I say ye now, ye know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee. After the baptism, which John preached, look at verse 30, he said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was what? With him. So we can see the deeds of power validated the things that Jesus saw. I tell you today, the church of Christ is a charismatic church. There must be signs and wonders accompanying your ministry. It has to be there. Because the deeds of power validated the things that Jesus taught. That was why in the instruction that Jesus gave the disciples, in the synoptic gospel to go and preach, now, is he going to include all that he did and taught? Don't forget, they've seen him, right? They, see, they saw him teach. They saw him walk miracles. So now, when he told them to go and preach the gospel, is the gospel going to carry the same element? I, I don't know if you get it now. The gospel that we now preach will carry the same element that we saw, the, we saw our master do. So that was why in Matthew 28 verse 18, to 20 it says, Go and speak, all power is given unto me. Never go into all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son, teaching them to do all things outside of observe. That's why it says, All, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. He now says, Teaching them to do whatsoever I have commanded you. Matthew 28. Go there, Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Is teaching them to do all things that I have commanded you. All things that I have commanded you. So now, what are the things he has commanded them? Now, watch you. No, let's before we look at that. The word command in the Greek is from the word entelomai. Entelomai. Let me spell it for you. E N T E L L O M A I. E-N-T-E-L-L-O-M-A-I. It implies the things he did or are done with them. It implies the things he did or are done with them. So when he says, commanded you, it means the things he did or are done. Now look at your Bible in Matthew 28. It says, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth, teaching them, right, to do the things which I have commanded you. So now, what is commanded now? Entelomai. To do the things which you have done what? The things he has done. Or the things he did or has done with them, right? So now, what were the things they saw him do? They saw him what miracles? <laughs> Are you seeing it? They saw him heal the sick. They saw him cast out devils. They saw him lay hands. So when he says all things which I have commanded you, it implies what he did while he was with them physically. So when he says all the things that I have commanded you, it will mean what he did while he was with them what physically. 
So obviously, when they are preaching the gospel, they know that they are to heal the sick, right? They know that when they are preaching the gospel, they know that ah, they will, they will cast out devils, right? Because what they saw him do physically, he will do, they will do too. So the things he did will be part of their doctrine, to be part of their teaching. And that's why he said, I am with you always. I am with you always implies. Now, let me explain this one very well to you. It's very sweet. You're going to like it. I am with you always implies that the one who was with them physically in all their abilities will now be we now be the one or we also be in them by his spirit walking in and through them as the preacher teach now i'll say it again i am with you always we implied that the one who was with them physically in all his abilities you know they saw jesus as wow ah, 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 ah. but don't forget that we already need the sick they were already doing miracles. But you know, they still that way of ah, 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 ah. So now, that was why, if you read in John 14, they didn't wish him to go. Jesus now had to tell them, let your heart not be troubled. I go to the place, to the Father to prepare a place for you, this and that. Now, he now says, I am with you always. Now, that I am with you always means, me that I am with you physically, with all my ability, I will now be or I am also the one in your spirit walking in and through you. So if you thought you saw a bit of what I could do, I will not be walking in through you by my spirit in you. Hey, I don't know if you get it. So the one that is walking with the ability is now going to be the one. So did, did, you know, if, if you read it abstractly by saying, I am with you always. Physically, is Jesus here now? Physically. So now, you know, some people can go and say, you know, some people can go and say, the Bible lied to us. <laughs> the Bible deceived us. Jesus said, I want to meet you all this, but I can't see. <laughs> you know, that's why Thomas said, I thought his hand. I don't know why. why is I like, it's like I love that guy, Paul Thomas. I just make sure the guy every time. <laughs> You know, they will be wondering, did this guy lie to us? That was why. I think it's even the same Thomas in, in John 14. He said, show us the father. <laughs> if you want to go. Oh, it's on Philip. Is it Philip? Let's go to let's go to John 14. Let's check. Let's go to John 14 and let's check. I try to know Thomas did something. Thomas can go stop. John 14. Philip, okay, Philip. Thomas also did something that St. John 14. Oh, Thomas did not do anything. Ah, there's only Philip. Where is it? Where? Where? What verse? Hey, hey! I knew that Thomas could not have escaped. John 14, 5. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know where thou goest, and how can we know what we. Look at it now. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not where thou goest. And how can we know the way? Jesus now had to tell him, I am the same way. <laughs> the truth and the life. I knew that Thomas could not, could not have kept quiet. 
<laughs> just characters like that I like in the scripture. I don't like that. And because I see myself in him, that would have been I would have been if I was with Jesus. No. Ah, a blue. <laughs> I that's why I like the guy. I just feel like that is how I would have been. Ah, ah. Nobody did better. You say you came through incarnation. Even if I read the scripture, <laughs> I don't want to believe what I read. But let me, your your personality is funny to me. All of a sudden, at the age of twelve, you're asking tough questions. Ah, Thirty years, you are working miracles. Ah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you are, and you are not telling me every time the son of man, the son of man. I will go somewhere. Ah, I will tell him until I even walk you. Before I believe that is you, Jesus. Are you seeing me? <laughs> so I see myself in him somehow. So that's why I say I like the guy Thomas. <laughs> no, but nobody should not like him to not be looking for. You know, there's a book called Book of Thomas. I have not read it. I will never read it. And I don't want to read it. <laughs> I'm not joking. You know some people used to say, because hey, this is the person that you're hearing it. <laughs> Please do it or hear it. <laughs> because someone can go and listen to me now and say, ah. Because AY likes Thomas, I think I'm just going to. I think I'm just going to. I'm just going to follow or go and look for history about Thomas. It's your problem. <laughs> so, Alright, so it says, I am with you always. Let's go back to what we're saying. I am with you always will mean, is he with us physically? But in that, that I am with you always means, is with you in the spirit in you so everyone who has believed the gospel is with you that is why like hebrews 13 it says i will never leave you nor forsake you ah i like that scripture i will never leave you nor forsake you so did he lie did jesus lie physically <laughs> 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 So he said, I am with you always. So it means that the one who was with them in his physical abilities will also be in them by his spirit. <laughs> who was with them in his physical abilities will also be in them by his spirit, walking in and through the believer. Focus. Walking in and through the believer. So as they preach and teach, is he with them? You know, they used to run up to God and say, Jesus, we cast out that devil. But now he's following them to preach. So now, as you to go and preach, is he with you? Yes, sir. Do you see that same instruction for you? Because it says, and I have commanded you. What is commanded you? That is, what you have seen me do, or what you have heard me do, you can do the same, right? Now, in that sense, I am with you always. I am with you always. He is with you in the spirit. So that means he is not here with you. So when you are preaching, he is with you. So when you see a sick, don't forget, he told you to do it because he is with you. So what confidence you will take in healing the sick will be because of why? Are you getting it? So when you go to a sinner to preach the gospel, what confidence you are using to go is because of why? He is with you. Are you getting it? He's in you. He's with you. That's why I like that song. Um, Make his face shine upon you. He's gracious to you. Uh, 
May his favor go before you, all around you, beside you, and beneath you. He's with you, he's with you, he's for you, he's with me. Are you getting it? He's with me. He's with me. So that is why he says in John 20, verse 21, he says, As my father has sent me, he will so sent I you. So are you sent? Yes, sir. Are you a sent man? Yes. So how has the father sent him? Let's look at it. John 5, verse 36. John 5, 36. How did the Father send him? John 5, 36. John 5, 36. John 5, 36. Is this blessing someone? For I have... A greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father has given me to finish, the same works I do, bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. Look at John 9, 3 to 4. John 9, 3 to 4. John 9, 3 to 4. It says, And Jesus answered, Neither has any man seen nor experienced, but the works of God should be made by the first. Look at verse 4. I must walk the works of him that sent me while it is the white the night comments when no man can walk. Look at John 10, verse 25. John 10, 25. It says, And Jesus answered and said, I told you, believe ye not, the works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. Look at verse 32. It says, And Jesus said, Many good works have I showed you from the Father, for which those works do ye, do ye stone me. Look at verse 37. If I do not the works of the Father, Believe me not. Look at verse 38. But if I do believe, if I do, though ye believe me not, believe the works that ye know, and believe, and the Father is with me, and I in him. Are you seeing the confidence Jesus is saying the Father is with me? So we, we can safely say that today now. Are, are you seeing that? We can safely say the Father is in me. Oh, glory to God. I remember that teaching I taught some years back. The Father and the family. Uh, one day, one day, one day, one day, one day. <laughs> John 14 10. Believers doubt not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he does what? He does the work. Look at verse 11. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe me from the very work's sake. Verse 12. Verily, very I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works I do, ye shall do, and greater work than this shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Now, what does he mean by greater? What does he mean by greater? The greater is the indwelling of the Spirit. The greater is the indwelling of the Spirit. So why is this say greater then? The greater is the indwelling of the Father in the believer. Because he is with you, right? Mm-hmm. He is with you. So the greater is the indwelling of the Father. That is the indwelling of the Spirit. Is the greater glory. So now, listen to me. That glory among you, or that glory in you, is because of what? Ah, say it loud now. Let's let. 
Okay, I like your terminology, so let's let's focus on you. The angelin and the spirit. Exactly. No, don't let it be weak. No, the angelin and the spirit. Uh huh. In us. Don't let it be weak. The angelin and the spirit. <coughs> Why? Ah, I think I'm liking that. The angel of the spirit walking in and true. I'll just drink it. Alright. Now, that's glory in us is as a result of what? The indwelling of the spirit. I like that terminology. It's yours is still right. It's still right. The indwelling of the father, the indwelling of the spirit, everything. <laughs> so, the indwelling of the spirit is the greater glory. The glory of the later house is with the indwelling of the spirit. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Glory to God. Now, in us is greater, what shall ye do? So, because of the indwelling of the spirit, there will be workings of the spirit in and through the believer. That is, there will be workings of the spirit in and through the believer. In John 14, verse 16, in that same John 14, where we are reading, look at verse 16. I will pray the Father, and I taught this thing in the believer and the ministry. This John 14. I think you should get that. I will pray the Father that he shall give you the work of the Spirit. Deliver the work and ministry chapter 2. The work of the Spirit. That's, that's, what I, that's what we studied in that place. I'm sure some of you cannot even remember. The only thing people can remember is I shall go and say second Timothy 3.15. I know people can never remember a clue. <laughs> Alright, John 14 verse I say, I'll pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. And that says, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth in you, and he shall be what? In you. That word comforter is from the Greek word parak. Parak. You know, I, I, I just remember something. This Greek word, do you know how I used to remember this Greek word? Alus Parakletos, yes. But there was this guy, his, his name is Rema. Then his, bro- his brother, his name is Paraklet. Ah! <laughs> People are giving me this word. So, when, when did, that, that was when I was secondary school, Paraclete. And I said, and I asked the brother, what does, your, what does the name of your brother mean? What's the meaning of Paraclete? He said, Holy Spirit. <laughs> he said, my brother means, my brother's name means Holy Spirit. I said, ah, Holy Spirit. That, that was how these things talk to me, the Greek word. So as I wanted to tell you, I just remember a Jao Paraclet. This was years back. <laughs> the guy said, the guy said it was not like Holy Spirit. If Holy Spirit, you would see that guy. The guy was, Holy Spirit would reject the guy. <laughs> Guy is trouble, very dirty, very everything. When you and uh, the guy used to we used to park to we had this thing called the um, recycle bin in school then. 
So we we will gather that and we'll have burn it. The guy is always around that place. I said, what are clients? What are you? Holy Spirit, what are you doing here? I thought the Spirit of God doesn't. <laughs> Cleanliness is led to godliness. Now. <laughs> what are you doing? A Paraclet. All right, so and so that's how the Greek was talked to my head anyway. <laughs> so anytime I want to explain Holy Spirit, uh, Paraclet, Alius Paracletus, I just remember A Paraclet. <laughs> All right. The guy said, What's the name of your brother? Said, Holy, what's the meaning of Holy Spirit? I said, So the meaning A Holy Spirit. <laughs> We make I know secondary school life now. Yeah. You have to we'll make jest of those type of people every time. All right, so the the word comforter is not a Jaw Paracletos, it's Paracletos. Paracletos. Let me spell it for you. Paracletos. P-A-R-A-K-L-E-T-O-S. P-A-R-A. P A R A K L E T O S. So his own is P A R A K L E T E. Ajao Paraclet. <laughs> I don't know why they did not put Paracletus. So, or they just call him Ajao Alios Paracletus, which you could note that he carried the full, so the, the full glory of the name. <laughs> no, but the brother told me. I know it's comfort in me, so, but I know the brother told me, Holy Spirit. <laughs> At that time, his own, his own name is Rema. At that time, the, we didn't know that it's a Greek word. So he used to ask, what's Rema means? A word of God. He said, going to just say word. The guy said, no, word of God. So I mean, I would ask Ajao, word of God. <laughs> Interestingly, I met, I stumbled on the guy in the Kedja City Mall in December. I have not seen him in a long time. So, you know what I did? The first question me and my friend asked him, where's Paraclet? <laughs> 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 that was the, because I, we, for, we cannot forget that name. The first thing is, Alpha, where's Paraclet? <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Alright, so, when he says comforter, it means... <laughs> Is in me. Praise God. All right. Do you want another comfort? I think you should take it out because of the person's lips. You will not have me stumbling. I'm thinking what is not lost. <laughs> All right. The word comforter is from the Greek word parakletos. And the word another is the word alios, another comforter, alios, L-A-L-L-O-S. Someone give me a tissue. A-L-L-O-S. A-L-L-O-S, alios. So why did he say A-L-L-O-S, another? And it means the same thing. It's meaning the same thing elsewhere. The same thing elsewhere. So why did he say the same in that same verse? Where it says, where it says, look at it. I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, 
that he will abide with you. Even the spirit of truth, the word which cannot receive it, see it not, neither do it, or it shall be which I will not leave you confessed. I will come to you. So, in that, in verse 10, in that same place, look at verse 10 of that same John 14. It says, Believe thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. The word I speak to you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me does the work. It says, The Father that dwells in me does the work. And don't forget, it now says, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me the father is in me so that means jesus at his resurrection he provided something for us and don't forget the word comforter is paracletos and it means that is all the word paraclete now and it's from the word paraclete actually Referring to a source. The meaning of paraclete means a source. Stand by. Assuming we knew this day, we'll have hurt that guy. Chai. Because we don't call him standby generator. Ajahu standby generator. <laughs> I trust I trust us then. Thank God we didn't know. <laughs> the word paraclete, it means a source. So when it says in verse 17, even the spirit of truth. Whom the word cannot receive, for he dwelleth in you, and he shall be in you. So when he says he is in them, he shall be in them, it becomes an halos. Halos means, don't forget, what did I say is halos means? Another, elsewhere, right? In a, so it becomes another, elsewhere, when he's in them. So now, I'll explain it again. He is in them. And it shall be in them in verse 17. Look at verse 17. It says, But you know that for he dwelleth in you, and he shall be in you. For he dwelleth in you, and he shall be in you. Now, so that means he is with them. That is, he is with us. And he shall be in us. That is, he becomes, he is with us. You know, at that time, don't let's say, don't let's use now. At that time, he is with them. And I say, I shall be in you. So, he is in them in person at that time. In that sense, he shall be in you. Now, that will mean an allos. He will be in them another way. Right? What does allos mean? The same thing else. The same thing. So, he will be an allos. When he's in them. So it will be an alus when he's in them. What did I say alus is again? Same thing. The same thing elsewhere, right? So he is with them and he shall be in them. So when it says he shall be in them, that will mean he shall be an alus in them. So in verse 20, look at verse 20 to make sense now. Look at verse 20. Oh, it's beginning to make sense now. At that day, you shall know that I am in the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. I am in the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. So, at the resurrection, the paraclete is in. What does a paraclete is? Paraclete, no, not paraclete. A source, a, source, a standby. No, so at the resurrection, 
the paraclete is in as a result of verse 20. Verse 20 says, In that day ye shall know that I am in the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. So, he is going away and dwelling in them. So, he's just going away physically, but he's still dwelling in them. Does that make sense? He is going away from dwelling with them to dwell in them. <laughs> he's going away from dwelling with them to dwell in them. He is going away from dwelling with them to dwell in them. So, he's not going to be with them physically. He's not going to be in them in the spirit, in, inside them. Does that make sense? And allows elsewhere. So, in that, look at that verse 20 again. Look at it. In that day, ye shall know that I am in the Father, ye in me, and I in you. So, he was talking about the Father dwelling in them. So, the day he will dwell in them is at his resurrection. So, at the resurrection, the Father dwells in us. Any man who has believed the gospel, the Father now dwells in you. This now answered the question that it is answers me, asked me one time. He told me, he said, many years back, he said, if you know that there is God, let him come down. I wish I knew them. I would have told him, he's here. I wish I knew. And I kept mute. We argued for three to four hours under the old sun in downtown. And the last question he asked me, he said, I believe everything you are saying. But the only confirmation I want is, if God is truly God, let him come now. He can't. He's already here. He has left from dwelling with them to now dwell in me. I just had, I just should have explained this concept to him. He paid me. I wish I knew it then. Are you getting me? So he left from dwelling with them to dwell in them. So he is not going. So when he says, I am with you always, is it a lie? No, it's not a lie. So because now as you are seated, he is with you now. As you are sleeping, he is still with you then. He's not going to wait to say, Oh, let me wait till you wake up before I come back to dwell. <laughs> so that shows, even as we are gathered, he is here. Do we want him to come again? Like my dad ate this guy. Don't want him to come for me. No, we don't want him. He's already here again. So that's why you read in John 15 verse 26. Let me round up now. John 15 verse 26. It says, In that day, ye shall ask in my name. And I will say not unto you that I pray the Father for you. So that is in the resurrection, the spirit is given. In the resurrection, the spirit is given. In John 16, verse 7. No, did I read? No, John 15, Okay, John 15, But when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit or two, he shall proceed from the Father, and he shall do what? Testify of me. Look at John 16, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you, look at it too, that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Look at verse 20, that's in verse John 16, verse 20. 
Verily I say unto you, that ye shall reap. No, that's not where I'm going to. That's not. It's not John 16, 20 I'm looking for. I should be John 15, 20. No, it's not John 15, 20. It's John 14, 20. John 14, 20. In that day, ye shall know that I am in the Father, ye in me, and I in you. Is that applicable to us today? Is that applicable for us today? Now, so he is explaining the indwelling of the Father at resurrection. The indwelling of the Father at resurrection. So it is expedient that he go. What did I say comforter is? Same thing. No, comforter. In the Greek, what does it mean? What does that mean? It's source, it's standby. So now, when he says, it is a spirit that I go, that I will send another comforter to you, does it make sense? Alios means in another way, right? Something else. Same thing in another Alright, that makes sense. So now, let's go back to our John 14, where it says, the works I do, greater work. Now, compressing another teaching inside this. Compressing that teaching of greater works. And says, the works that I do, and that says, look at John, John 14, verse 10. Believe in me, they will speak to you, but the Father dwelleth in me. The works, it says, the Father is in me, and the believing for the very works. In verse 12, that says, and greater works shall ye do. Because I do what? Because I go to my Father. Look at it, it says, whatsoever ye ask in my name, verse 13. What did he say? I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Why did he say that? Because it implies that Christ will now be in us, or Christ will be in them, walking with them. That is why it says, Whatsoever ye ask in my name, look at it too. Whatsoever ye ask in my name, I will do. You know, a lot of us turn that into prayer point, but look at the context well. Look at verse 14, verse 12. Look at verse 12. Very, very, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, ye shall do also. Are you seeing the context? In that sense, and greater works shall ye do, greater works than this shall ye do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever ye ask in my name, I will do. Are you looking at the context? Is this talking about prayer now? Look at the context. Read it, read it yourself now. The preceding verse and that verse. Now, follow carefully to help you out. When he says, greater works shall ye do, do you know why he said greater works shall ye? He said greater works than this shall ye do because I go to my father. He said greater because he is no more the only one now doing the works. That is, he is now going to work in us doing the work. He is together with us and is continuing the work. So that means the believer will have the capacity to do what Jesus did on earth and even much more. You know why? Because you are not the only one trying to do it. He is in you doing it. So that shows you can reach large amounts. Are you getting me? He is not the only one feeling like a superstar. He is now in you, walking and in and through you. So that means 
believer we have the capacity to do what Jesus did on earth and even much more. He will work in us. So, and this will happen upon Jesus' resurrection. He will work in us and with and by His Spirit in us. So, you see, when He says, As my Father has sent me, so sent I you. Does that make sense to you now? As my Father has sent me, so sent I you. So, because His Father has sent Him, we are now sent now, and we are not just sent alone. We are now doing the same work with him. When I'm preaching, Jesus is walking through me, preaching to the sick. That is why he says, Whatsoever sins ye shall remit, it shall be remitted. How is he going to? Are you the one that is forgiving sin? He is in you. That is why when you preach the gospel, the person's sin is forgiven. How? Because he is in you, preaching through you, remitting their sins. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Did you see that scripture? Okay, let me show you that scripture again. Look at uh, John 20. John 20, 21. John 20, 21. And he said, and they said Jesus to them again, say, peace be unto you. As my father sent me, even so sent I you. Are you seeing it now? And when he has said this, he breathed unto them and said, receive you the Holy Ghost. That's in verse 23. Look at it. Whatsoever sins ye remit, they shall be remitted. Can you remit sin? But he said, whatsoever sins ye remit, it shall be remitted. And whatsoever sins ye retain, it shall be retained. That is, whosoever does not believe the gospel, will perish. Are you seeing the deep? Are you seeing it? So that would mean that John was just explaining Jesus' work in and through the believer. Jesus walked in and through the believer. Jesus walked in and through the believer. Jesus walked in and through the believer. Now, we are not going back. Does, does, do you understand how God now works in us? He walked in and through us. Does that make sense? So, upon the resurrection, we have the comforter in us, right? God now lives in us, walking in and through the believer. So, as I'm preaching to you, or as I'm preaching to an unbeliever, Jesus is walking in and through me to get the person saved. Does that make sense? As I lay my hands on the sick, Jesus is walking in and through me to heal the sick. Does that make sense? Because he is now in me. So when he says greater work, because we will reach more people, because he is in us. I don't want to get deep into the concept of greater work because that's another series in time. So I'll just give you that wishy-washy, let me call it a wishy-washy definition. Now, let's conclude gradually with Mark. Let's go back to our Mark 16. It will not make sense to you now. When it now says, I don't know if you like the progression we went through, or you don't even like it, or you don't even care. <laughs> even if you don't like it, will you say it? <laughs> you will say it. <laughs> Alright. Don't forget, we are still studying the glory among us. Oh. Don't lose the context too. How many of you have seen the glory among us here? Yes, so what's the glory now? It's the indwelling of the spirit in us. Alright. Now look at it now. Look at Matthew Mark 16, verse 17. It says, And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Now look at something. He listed out. This side shall follow them that believe in my name. 
they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up deadly things. If they drink any deadly thing, they shall not them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Look at what they did. They listed out the supernatural deed and they called it signs. Look at, look at it too. Look at what they called signs. He says, and this sign shall follow them in my name. What are these things? They shall cast out devil, right? They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. They shall not hurt. They shall not. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, they shall not hurt them. They shall lay on the sick and they shall recover, right? They called all those supernatural deeds. They called it signs. I remember I taught this thing called signs and something about power of the gospel, right? All right. Now, signs is from the Greek word word Simeon. S E N E I O N Simeon or Simeon or Simeon. I prefer Simeon. If you, if you know if you don't like it, kill yourself. I'm just joking. Simeon. It implies an indication. An indication. Especially supernatural, ceremonial or supernatural. But I prefer supernatural indication. That is, it is a miracle, a sign, a token, a wonder. So now he emphasized something. He says, and this sign shall follow them that believe. So that means they will be found in the believer. Did we find those signs in Christ? Right? We found it in Christ. Now, and upon the resurrection, we will find those supernatural indications in the believer today. Does that make sense to you? Upon the salvation, upon the resurrection, we will find out that signs, or we will find out, or we will find that sign in the believer today, upon the resurrection. So this shows that the one, don't forget what we said in Acts 1 1, of all Jesus began to do and teach, what we said in Commanded and Telomai. Do you remember? Yeah. Now, so that shows that the one who does the work or who taught and did the work is not alive in us. And the signs will validate what he told them to go and do. Right? Or all Jesus began to do and teach, remember? And Talomai commanded, remember? I am with you always, remember? Do, do you remember? Now, so that shows when we go out today, that sign is still showing what it did and teach. Does that make sense? So when we are teaching and preaching, we have that sign. Does that make sense? So the signs, or this shows that the one who thought and did the work is now alive in us or is now alive in them the apostles and the signs will validate the continuity of his work the signs will validate the continuity of his work and that is what they practiced in the book of acts they practice it in the book of acts that is why you read in act 2 verse 42 act 2 verse 42 they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. So what is the apostles' teaching now? What Jesus began to do and teach, right? The apostles' doctrine will contain what he taught and what he did, right? Did he do miracles? 
is going to contain that. Does that make sense to you? Because what did he command them? His commandment is what? What is the Talumai? Check your note again. What is commandment? Commanded. What he has done and what he what? And what he did and what he has done. So now, when he says, and they consider steadfastly the apostles' doctrine, will he contain that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. You read in Acts 2, verse 22. Look at Acts 2, verse 22. Acts 2, verse 22. Let's be fast. Acts 2, verse 22. Walking with time. Acts 2, verse 22. It says, Ye men of Israel, hear this word. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God. Look at it. A man approved of God among you by what miracles wonders and signs which god did by him in the midst of him as ye know also the word approve is from the word hapon okay there's one there's one book called apotexis there's one called hypo hypotegma now there's one this one is called hapo I apokumi. Let me spell it. Joy, try this. A P O. No, this can't be apokumi. Apodekumi. A P O D. I need to work on my big words. I need to. Don't worry. I try, give me one word. I will be born again. A P O D E I K N U M I. K N K N U M I. Oh, try. Who is saying like she she was good in Alright. As as well, however you say it, I believe you. I believe you because I don't know the exact pronunciation, but. A P O D E I K A U M I. It's not Spanish. Eh? The K will be. I believe what Brokoridi says. Anything he says, I agree. So now, look at the scripture again. Look at it. He said, Ye men of Israel, yet the words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you. So that word approved, I put the Kumi. Which implies to show off. Is it is it correct? It's not. It's, it's wrong. Abby. Spell it. Apo, Ah. So okay. So okay. All right. Yeah, you see. People is not Greek. All right. It's okay. It means to show off. To exhibit, that is to exhibit or to demonstrate. He means to show off. So when he says, a man approved by God. So a man showed off by God. And look at what Peter did. Peter was reiterating that God did miracles, wonders and signs through Jesus. To show him forth. Are you seeing it? He says, a man approved 
Look at it. Ye men of Israel, hear the words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved by God among you by many signs. So that is, God showed or God did many wonders and signs and miracles to show Jesus forth. So this further leads us to show, to, to understand that. The fact of the work, signs and miracles, wonders, signs, miracles, wonders, all of those things, validates that Christ is the Son of God. If Jesus had come as a man and did not wrought miracles, something would have been wrong somewhere. And for us, the believer today, it is in us. We can wrought miracles. We have that signs in us now. So we just need to pay attention to the workings of the Spirit in and through us. One thing this series, this glory among us will do, it will point us to see the workings of the Spirit in us. Are you getting me? That works in us. That's why you will see in the day of Pentecost. In the day of Pentecost, the first time believers spoke in tongues, they spoke in an in an intelligent they spoke in tongues. They spoke of the wonderful work of God. That was a supernatural occurrence. You read in Acts 2. Says when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were one in the one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. We'll still see this later in the series, as of a lightning mighty wind, and it appeared unto them, cloven tongues of fire, sat upon them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They spoke in other tongues as the Spirit. Did. That was a supernatural occurrence. And look at what happened. That thing brought the attention of men. Look at it. Because of what they were speaking. Don't forget, look at Jesus too. He, Jesus showed him forth, right? Approved of men. Don't forget, if fame went abroad. Remember when we discussed this? Fame went abroad because of miracles. Now, in Acts 2, what happened? After they were speaking in tongues, look at the resultant effect. Verse 5. And they were dwelling in Jerusalem. Devout men around the nations of Jerusalem. And the noise about the multitude. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? Now, this one was not even miracles, just tongues. Because now, upon the resurrections, greater works, right? The, the Spirit was now in them to do things. Now, they could now speak forth. Now, we look at it. And the noise went about, abroad, and multitudes came together, confound, and heard each man speaking their own longer. For let's explain this verse to you. We'll still see it later on. So, what happened? Their tongues too, their own fame too, went abroad. Show forth in and through us. So that shows that as a result of what happened to Jesus, it has happened to us today. It was a supernatural occurrence. It attracted the attention of the Jews. Look at Acts 2 verse 32. This is my final scripture for today. Acts 2 verse 32. Acts 2 verse 32 to 33. This Jesus has God risen. Wherefore we are all witnesses. Wherefore, therefore, being by the right hand of God, exalted, having received of the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has set, he has shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. So he says, which you can now see and hear. So the signs that follow you, men will see it. <laughs> men will hear about it. So, the signs validate the fact that Jesus taught them and did the works of miracles before them. 
And that same Jesus is alive today. That is why we say Jesus is alive today. Does he look alive in the physical? Even in the physical, he's still alive because he rose from the dead. But you just did not see him. But is he still alive today in you? Yes. Can he still wrought miracles today? Yes. The same thing he did, he can still do it again. So the signs validated that the same Jesus that taught them and did the works of miracles before them is alive in each of us today. As he was alive in the apostles today, he's alive in you. So a man who believes the gospel today, he can safely say he has the glory of God in him. Are you getting what I'm saying? That man who believes the gospel today, he can safely say he has the glory of God in him. How? By the indwelling of the Spirit. And Jesus is alive in him, working miracles, speaking in tongues, healing the sick, seeing with revelation gifts, hearing with supernatural, having the spirit of seeing and knowing, the utterance gift, the power gift, and the revelation gift, walking in a dream. So when we minister to one another, we can simply say Jesus is alive walking in us today. And we'll see more as we study the glory among us. Next week, we'll do something. We'll study the Spirit of Paul. And we'll look at what happens when the Spirit is upon. Are you getting it? But now, we can simply say Jesus is alive in us. The glory of God is here. <clears throat> Are you seeing it? The glory of God is here. Why? Because of the indwelling of the Spirit. Does that make sense? The glory of God is here. 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 As the result of the indwelling of the Spirit. Did that bless you? Do you know something? Share with your neighbor what you learned. Share with somebody what you learned. Did that bless you? Did that bless you? Share with somebody what you learned. 